Have you asked yourself, who am I now that things have changed? Or what's next? Or why does it feel like something is missing? Do you know what you want? If so, what's holding you back? Maybe you feel stuck and wish you could get out of your own way. You're not alone. You'll get insight from every angle on these topics and more on the Tips for the Transition, the Career Roadmap podcast. Every week, you can learn the tips and proven techniques to get you out of that rut and feel more confident and resilient. So join us and eavesdrop on our conversations. Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you and thank you very much for joining Tips for the Transition, the Career Roadmap. I'm Maria Tomas-Keegan, and I created this show to share resources with women who to help them navigate career and life challenges and to know they're not alone. So each week, my guest and I co-create uh, a show to encourage women to be more confident, resilient, and brave in their careers and in their lives. So if uh, you're inspired by something that you hear today and you want more of it, uh, please subscribe, comment, or, or share, and be sure to check out the show notes below to connect with my guest and me. So when something unexpected happens in our life that threatens to change things dramatically, we often find ourselves resisting. It's natural and it's a necessary response. Pushing back, rejecting, or maybe avoiding facing a change entirely. That's resistance. And in this episode, we are going to take a deep dive into this mysterious world of the resistance cycle with our guest, Deborah Ivanoff. Together, we'll pull back the curtain on this essential part of the change process, exploring why it's needed and what it can do for us. Over the last two decades, Deborah has worked with more than 5,000 professionals worldwide, guiding them to achieve success and realize their dreams by aligning their thoughts, emotions, and beliefs with their actions ultimately determining their outcomes. Deborah's approach focuses on getting to the root of what's holding us back, the resistance. Whether you're feeling overwhelmed, anxious, worried, or maybe caught in the clutches of procrastination, Deborah understands the emotional tug of war that can make it challenging to move forward and break through that resistance cycle. So let me bring Deborah on and introduce her to you. Hello, Deborah. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Maria. Thank you for asking me to join you today. This is such a wonderful topic. It is. It is. I, I love this topic because it's so misunderstood. So misunderstood. Uh, and, yeah. And, and I, wanted, I want to, to delve deep into it today so there's a, a better understanding of it. So let's start here. You teach people to escape the resistance cycle. So let's, let's set some context for this conversation. What is the resistance cycle? And what the heck does it have to do with transitions <laughs> and thriving? Oh, my goodness. You know what? I'm going to start and go backwards, believe it or not. I'm going to start from what it has to do 
with transitions and thriving. Okay. What it has to do is that it's what, it's the thing that derails us, sabotages us, gets us into trouble with other people uh, and defeats us. Let's face it. This is what defeats us is the resistance cycle. I call it a cycle. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about what the resistance cycle is. I call it a cycle because it feels that way. It feels like a pattern. We know what we want to do. So we start off and we bravely go forward into our goal. And somewhere it may be mild at first, doubts start happening and they start throwing us off course. Then we get more off course. Then we have upsets and minor accidents. And it what what's happening is the resistance cycle is attempting to take us back to where we first began. That's what it's trying to do. It's trying to get us to go back to where we first began. It doesn't want us to step outside of our comfort zone. It doesn't want us to step outside of who we were and what we were doing. It wants us to run back to our own little box and stay there. It, wants it, it, it thinks that that little box that we've been in is safe because so far we, we are. So the resistance cycle is something that comes about during the process of change and it can take us all the way back, snap us back to where we started from. And that's why it's important to know about it. And I find that most people don't really understand. We have this general idea of resistance, uh, just do it anyway, you know, suck it up and keep going forward, keep moving. But we don't really understand what the mechanism, this, this mechanism in the middle, what is it trying to do? What's it trying to do? When we understand that, we can work with it instead of against it. And then we have our eyes open and we're not surprised when this comes up. Because like you said in your introduction, Maria, it is a natural, normal, it's a part of the change. Yeah. And here's something I'd like to say right up front. It happens to everyone. Everyone. That's it's so not cool. just me. It's everyone. And yeah. I, when I didn't know this, when I didn't know this, then it was always one step forward, one to two steps back, two yep. steps forward, three steps back. Yep. Yep. And, and that's, that's the cycle of it, isn't it? That's the cycle. That's of it. the yes. cycle of it. All right. So you know, I, I, I love to hear backstories from my guests. How did you come to teach people how to, about escaping this resistance cycle? We're going to talk about how to escape later, but how, how did you come to do this? Well, first of all, <laughs> I was the worst at being stuck in this cycle over and over and over again. And the cycle, looks, it takes on a different flavor for everybody. But for me, certainly the flavor was over and over and over again, I would set out to do something. And then uh, no matter how hard I tried, no matter what I did to, to uh, attempt to move forward, I would feel myself falling, slipping, or crashing back. And I would think it was all about me. I pretty much decided, you know, things work for other people and they just don't work for me. That's pretty much what I decided. There's something wrong with me. I'm broken. I can't do it right. And I was in a very, very stressful part of my life. I was going through a divorce. I was raising two little tiny children on my own. And I had a wonderful mentor, Daryl Rutherford. He wrote a book called Being the Solution, Being the Solution. He has since passed, 
but a wonderful man. And I studied with him and I grilled him incessantly about, wait, I don't understand. How does this thing work? How do you get beyond the resistance? What's this resistance thing? I'd never really stopped to consider it. Remember, I'd already made up my mind. There's something wrong. There's something broken. Other people can get what they want. I can't. It never works for me. I just end up falling in a big old hole. And that's where I, that's where I stay. So because I wanted out of that still so much, I was willing to just almost try anything. And finding Daryl's work where he talked about resistance, the resistance mechanism, what happens with, he called it ego resistance. It's all tied into our identity and wanting to be safe and wanting to stay the same. Uh, through his work, I started realizing, wait, this is even more important because there's a pattern to it. And I began to recognize the pieces of the pattern in me. Now, this is really important because when I realized where the pieces of the pattern were, I realized that when those things that always happened, happened, I made up the story in my mind that it meant something was wrong, that I was wrong, but definitely that something was wrong and that I wasn't on the right track. And that's exactly what the mechanism wants. The mechanism wants you to go back and say, didn't work out for me, can't work out for me. I might as well just go back to where I was. That's exactly what that mechanism is there to do. It is part of the process. It's trying to keep you safe and it's trying to take you back. And I never understood that. I never even was aware of it. So that was a complete game changer for me. When I realized that and I started seeing what was going on, what it actually meant, and how I was reacting or overreacting to it, I suddenly had all this spaciousness to do something different. Now I could, now I could uh, change my patterns. Now I do also wanna say that uh, um, I became very interested in coaching. Obviously I got some coaching of my own and then I became a coach first through self-coaching. So a lot of that work had to do with time lighting my patterns and really taking a look at this. So right from the very first, I was one of those people who was always scratching my head, trying to figure out how to reverse engineer things. And I thought, well, this is something that happens and it happens every time to people, but then we forget. How could I not forget? How could I not forget? And it began to become clear to me that I really needed to study this, really needed to understand this. If I was going to make a change and not forget every time and let resistance get me again with its banana peel. I love that. I love that. That image was, was powerful <laughs> to get you, get you with the banana peel. Whoops. There we go again. Right. Yeah. That's how it felt to me. You know, it, it's what a great story. Um, and I'm so glad that you have that, that you were so tenacious and persistent to try to figure this out for yourself because so many people struggle with this pattern. We all go through it, as you said earlier. We all go through it and we all have different patterns, right? And, and, and what, how we respond when we are in the resistance, when that mechanism triggers, right? and we are in that state of resistance, how we respond to that is different. Yes, indeed. Absolutely, Maria. 
In fact, yeah. you mentioned that it makes me think about knowing Daryl and he came to speak in my community and stayed at our home when my kids were little. His big thing was having a big enough why. When you have that desire, when you have that why, that can help you through this resistance stage. Yeah. It, it gives yeah. you enough fuel and power. Yeah. And I had these two little kids. I was on my own with two little kids. That was a very big why that I probably hadn't had before. I wasn't motivated enough to say, what if this is something different than I thought? I'm willing to look at this again. Right. But two yeah. little kids will do it for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to figure this out because there are people, you know, people I care very much about depending on me to figure exactly. this out. Yeah. Exactly. So let's talk about how this resistance and this cycle of resistance shows up for some people. Let's oh, talk about that. that so people can, can maybe Yeah, and I would love to hear what themselves. you notice too, because you work with people in transition all the time. We could probably make a list between the two of us, Maria, yeah. is make a list. I know, I know how it showed up for me and I know how it shows up in my clients. So for me, it will often show up with minor accidents. I'll turn an ankle, I'll bump into something and have, you know, I'll eye swell up or some really foolish thing, or I'll get a, I'll suddenly get sick, you know, and I'll say, I knew it. I knew I couldn't go do this, you know, it'll show up like that. Or for me, it doesn't do this anymore, but it used to in the day. This is what really motivated me is would show up in these huge upsets with people. And my heart would be like, I have to deal with this. I need closure. We need to work this out. We need to come to peace. And suddenly I would be so distracted in this relationship, whatever it was, whatever the upset was, that anything I was working on would kind of erode away. Now, I'm not saying don't deal with your stuff because that's important. But when I saw that these upsets were also a form of resistance coming through this person, I stopped putting so much importance on it and started giving it the amount of energy it needed, but no more no more. And I didn't take it personally. Oh, I see. This is what's in front of me. Let me handle this. And here's the other thing in the cycle, the cycle goes from very mild sort of like discomfort, anxiety, doubts to something pretty severe, which is sort of like self punishment, being a real bully to yourself, totally sap, you know, just blowing up your new job, crazy things, because it can look like that. Um, and that's why I call it a cycle, because if we don't start handling things at the early part of the cycle, then it can it can get really nasty. That cycle can get really nasty. So it can show up like really critical self-talk, like mean, inner mean girl, inner bully yeah. stuff. It can show up like that. Uh, in my clients, I had a client one time talk about how it showed up as limbo. So for her, it was just she'd have this free floating. I can't get anywhere. It was like being in a dream when you're running in jello or something. I can't do anything. I just can't move. And that's how it would show up for her. So it shows up differently for different people. But right. in general, I find it shows up as upsets, minor illnesses and accidents, uh, maybe equipment breaking down. Like we had some resistance this morning, didn't we, Maria? <laughs> we did. We had we some did. technical resistance, uh, but we, we pushed through it. <laughs> we did with humor. Yeah. Humor helped. Did we it? were tenacious. We laughed we through were. it. That's true. That's true. We did. 
Um, so I'm curious what you see in your clients. How does it show up in your clients, Maria? Yeah. So it, it all of the all of the above that you've mentioned. Um, one of the things that it shows up, the one of the ways it shows up for me less today than before, because I recognize what it is, uh, and that's procrastination. You know, just saying, oh, you know, I'll take care of that later. I, I'm not quite sure what I want to do about that yet. Um, and procrastinating about a situation uh, which needs attention. You are not alone in that. That's Overwhelm, true. procrastination, yeah. doubt, yeah. worry. Those fear, are probably the, the ones overwhelm. that. Yep. Those are the ones that procrastination, overwhelm, anxiety. Those those are the ones I see most. Um, I think when you get to the point of uh, physical harm or accidents happening, you're probably on the 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 other end of that resistance cycle. Yes, you and, are. You know, it's something. Somebody's trying to tell you something. <laughs> right? I agree. And, right? And it's like back sla- at my history. That was absolutely true because I would try to push and push and harsh it, you know? So yes, that was definitely something saying time to slow down or we're going to slow you down. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. There's something you need to pay attention to here. And because you're not, uh, you know, we're, we're going to make sure you do. Uh, And then there's something, something happens. Hopefully it's not catastrophic. Um, You know, hopefully it's something that, that just makes you stop and take notice and maybe slows you down for a minute and makes you realize that there's something that you are resisting. And if you didn't resist it, if you were able to move beyond that resistance, something could happen. Something good could happen. Right. Well, I have a question for you about your clients again, too. And that is uh, one of the things I found is that resistance can come in at tricky times, right? Sometimes the resistance shows up when we have what we want. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, we have a resistance to having it. I remember years and years ago, after this very intense time with my little children, I got my mom mobile, my Honda Civic van, that was like the one that you could, it was a brand new, pile the kids in. And I noticed that I was resisting it. There it was in my driveway. And I felt kind of like, who am I to buy this car and buy it outright? And it's so beautiful. It's the nicest car I've had. I was used to drive around this old Honda with a kid, you know, anything I could uh, as a single mom with no, no support. And I had to get creative with that. I had to get really creative with that. I started going out with my morning coffee and turning on the radio and sitting in the car with the seat warmers and you know, just sitting in the car, being with the car, talking to the car to like make it my own. Yeah. And so I wonder, since you're working with people who are changing careers, transitions, big transitions, what do you notice about that, about resistance that sometimes can either show up or re-show up at the end when they have something they want? Yeah. Um, that, ha- <laughs> that happens to me when- Say more uh, about that. Yeah, when yeah, when when something good is happening in my business, uh, and and I I wonder, um, I, I start second guessing. That's what happens to me. I start start second guessing. Is this really the path I should be on? 
is this real it feels really good but is it really what i should be doing should i i i did this just this week uh, <laughs> with this podcast so i'm taking this podcast to television and it is a big Ooh, leap that is a big leap Congratulations. And i'm so excited about it and i've got everything lined up everything's moving along really well and this week i had this Second guessing, you know, <laughs> is this really what I should do? Is this really the right thing for me and for, for my guests and for my audience and all of that? And yeah, so that needs to go on the list. Second guessing. That second goes on that guessing. List of how right. resistance shows up. Yeah. 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 So, you know, the um, it, it, it can show up in so many different ways. So, what might somebody be feeling? Oh. Um, how, how does someone know that they are suffering from resistance? I'm so glad you asked because people interpret things in different ways. So right. they may be feeling through certain thoughts, like those thoughts that say, you should have, no, you can't. What were you thinking? Who do you think you are? So it can come sort of in the thoughts and, and mo some people feel through their thoughts. It also can be feelings, feelings of fear, feelings of sadness, feelings of anger. Uh, it can even be like ex feelings of excitement and joy and then feeling like you got cut off at the knees. Like, you, you know, you got that the rug pulled out from underneath you and you're shocked and you're surprised and you're like, wait, I, I don't understand. How did this happen? So it can feel like any of the families of feelings, you know, um, often it feels, it feels like fear, some version of the fear family, yeah. but it can also feel like sensations in your body. You can get, you can't breathe or close, or it's hard to speak. You can feel this tightness here. You can feel tightness in your face or your jaw. You can feel heaviness or tightness around your shoulders. You can feel a clutching in your chest. You know, you can feel a tightness in your belly. Ow, ow. I mean, you can even feel like stomach pains. Like you can feel physical pains, but you can feel lots of sensations. You can have trouble sleeping. You know, you can feel yeah. very agitated or you can feel totally exhausted. Often yeah. uh, that we'll talk about the tricks, but that's one of my tricks is that often I will get very excited about something, wear myself out, then I'm exhausted. So then I'll push and grind. And then, well, as we, we talked about it can lead to some mishaps. So knowing that that's part of that process, trying to undermine me, I can either be more um, uh, judicious in my actions early on, or when I get tired, I can let myself rest instead of beating myself up, right? Which is the resistance, the beating right. myself up part, right? right. So it can- and there's it the can cycle be, again, right? And there's, there's the cycle again. Yes, yes, yes. So it's breaking the cycle. You're absolutely right. And so it can be physical feelings, holding our breath, clenching our tongue. Yeah. Yep. I'm so glad you brought up the physical feelings because I, I talk to a lot of clients. I, I feel in my body a lot when, uh, when things are going really, really well, that I know that what I'm doing is on the right track, when I've just said something that is my truth, you know, I will mm. often get goosies, right? And that's a great yes. feeling that is that, that 
validates, right? For me, that's a validating feeling. But then you, you mentioned it, tightness in the chest, tightness in the neck. I, that's, it, it manifests it physically for me and for yeah. many of my clients. Many people, yes. Yeah. And yeah. they may I'm not relate it to that, that, right? They may not relate, like I'm, my back hurts, my shoulders hurt. They may yeah. not relate it to, I'm clenching. I'm, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yes. So that's the that's the next thing I want to get to. How do we then, when we feel those things, how do we correlate them? How do we connect the dots to something we might be resisting? That's the oh, hard such part. Such a good question. It is a hard part. And that was the hard part for me. Yes, that was such that was such the learning experience for me, Maria, is that. I did not correlate what was happening to me with the idea that perhaps it was happening to me because I was stepping outside of my comfort zone. It was happening to me because I was changing. It wasn't a sign that something was going wrong. It was a sign that I was growing and changing and these were the growing pains. I did Such not a good way to put it. understand that. I yeah. didn't know. And that's where we talked about taking things personally. I took it all personally. There's yeah. something wrong with me. Yeah. I'm a screw up. And this is why I so appreciate this conversation we're having. I so appreciate you being open and, and disclosing about what things are like for you too, because I would love to see us all turn on our flashlights, light the whole room up and not hide all this in the dark from ourselves as well. Because I see the power in this when the light goes on for us and we realize, wait, this doesn't mean something's wrong. It means actually something's right. It's something that's working. Wait, what? That is such a head scratcher. And then the other difficult part about that is that we have this built-in forgetful thing. You know how they say women forget the pain of childbirth? <laughs> uh, we forget And do it again and again we, and again. <laughs> of course. And do it again and again and again. Well, the, the, this mechanism is like that too, because when we get what we want, we finally anchor what we want, we finally own what we want. And this mechanism says, oh, that's the way it's always been. No big deal. Oh, you didn't do anything spectacular. Right. But we did do something spectacular. We earned our wings. We had a whole process that was really, really special. And that's where we need to take this out of the dark and rejoice when we have made it we need to share that with other people and anchor that and anchor this understanding of the process over and over i can't even tell you it's so funny i have clients that i worked with maybe 20 years ago and then they'll they'll cycle back every five to ten years and, and i may hear from them after like you know six years and they're like i don't know i'm just really struggling with this one thing you, you think it could be resistance i'm like what do you think you know and they're yeah. like well I don't yeah. know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. We have this forgetfulness that's built into it. And I will say, I never forget because it's what I do. You probably never forget because it's what you do. So our no, eyes are open. Right. But it still happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we, we, we need to be reminded that we have the tools to work through it and to escape, as you say, escape the, the resistance 
cycle. I don't know that you ever really escape the full cycle, but you become more attuned to when it's happening because you now have discovered how you respond when you're thrust into a situation where you got to grow, you know, you got to move beyond your, your comfort zone or stay right where you are and you're not happy. Right. Yeah. And if you're not happy there, something's got to change and nobody's going to do it for you. Right. I so, think I've escaped yeah. the resistance cycle, not as never experiencing resistance because that's not going to happen. <laughs> right. Right. I see it but, as, but I'm so that it doesn't get torture, doesn't get you to the end game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And there's still times I'm caught by surprise. There's still times I'm like, whoa, what was that that just went on in my head? Yeah. But when that happens, I'm able to go, whoa, I would never talk to someone I love like what you just said in my head. No, no. And I will, I will actually talk to that part and I will say, use your indoor voice and your nice words and be constructive. If you have a concern, happy to listen but you don't get to talk to me the way I would never let anyone talk to me. No. And I've gotten very, you know, I'm so glad. I'm so glad to know (laughs) that I'm not the only one who talks to myself like that. And I teach my clients to do the same thing (laughs) because it's so therapeutic. It really works. It really works when you talk back. It's necessary. It's necessary in a world where the whole world is saying these things anyway, right? Yeah. Yep. But the meanest voices are inside us, aren't they? That's right. That's right. And we, we have voices that have been conditioned to say certain things for a very long time. And we need to decondition them. Right. And decommission them, right? Just to kind of take their power <laughs> away. Take their power away. Yeah. 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 All right. So. Yeah. So important. I, um, I was, I was just thinking about the when. When does, hmm. so we've talked about the, what does it feel like? When does the resistance cycle typically show up for people? We've talked around that. Let's just just talk right at Such that. Such a good. We did talk around that. So uh, I like to think of it. Let's see if I can grab my rubber band. No, but I have a hair scrunchie rubber band. We start off someplace and we want to get somewhere else, Right. So as we go towards that thing we want, there's more and more and more tension in the rubber band. So depending upon how much comfort you have for tension, that's where the resistance, this literally is resistance. So this is where the resistance shows up is it begins the minute we start stretching out. The further we get out from that comfort zone, the bigger the change we want to make, the bigger the change for us, not for anybody else, but for us. The more the tension and the higher the tension, the more resistance. Now, resistance for you is going to look like it's going to look different for me or for you, Maria, right? Resistance is going to look different for each person. For some people, it could just be like we said, fears or doubts. For other people, it could be 
upsets, situations, glitches, things going awry. Um, for some people, it could be surprises and shocks and things they didn't know about. Uh, and then as you get even further out here, last ditch effort of the, the mechanism to try to get you to snap back to who you were and where you were is going to be just hitting you with massive confusion, overwhelm, uh, situational depression. Um, it could be uh, anxiety, lots and lots of anxiety because now we're really in uncertain territory. We're really far out there. So it's going to begin where you start feeling the stretch. That's where it's going to begin. And do we want to go into what the answer is for that? Do you want me to talk a little bit about that so that people understand, yeah. Maria? Yes, please do. So when you think about a rubber band, right, when you think about a rubber band, here's the stretch. The rubber band's trying to get us to stretch back. But if we can hold our own, which is what happens when we do what you and I were talking about, Maria, when we're like, wait a minute, stop. You don't get to talk to me like that and send me back. When we say that right there and we hold the line, then the tension begins working in our favor. Can you see how that would be, happen? The tension begins to slowly bring that along with us if we can hold the line. So it's about what helps us hold the line. As long as we're waffling, as long as we're waffling around here, oh no, I don't know, it's me, I am, I'm dumb. Then the tension is going to work in the other, in the favor of taking us back to where we started. And is <laughs> it begins the minute you truly choose to make that change sincerely in your heart. What's what's the quote? You know, once you choose, and then you know, heaven and earth moves to help you. That is true, but the ego mechanism moves it's little heaven and earth to do whatever it can to keep you where you are right when we and that's how we know we've really chosen that's how we know we're in the change is because the resistance shows up which is a funny thing the thing that feels the least good is actually an indicator that we're going in the right direction and we're we right. are changing how weird is that no wonder nobody so, recognizes yeah. it it is no wonder no one recognizes it. I'm so, so, so glad you said that. You, you almost took the words out of my mouth. Um, the, that it is be recognizing that. And I love the, I love the, the illustration you used with the rubber band uh, or the, the scringe, scrunchy, whatever. Scrunchy, but usually I have a rubber band. <laughs> I don't have long hair, so I don't have those, but whatever you call those. <laughs> but it's so, it's, that was so powerful that the resistance shows up when you start the stretch. And if you hold your ground and you just say, you know what? I know this is right. I know this is what I need to do. I'm, I'm headed in the right direction. I'm not wrong. All of those, you know, positive things. And then this starts to come to meet you. And the resist the resistance releases. I Can love I say that. one little thing about this too, Maria? And it's and it's um, you know, I've pulled off some really ridiculously wild things in my life. I just have. Uh, and I see the value from coaching with other clients and even in myself now, I see the value of the friction that resistance creates. When we make really big changes, it's like, 
this isn't very much resistance, but this is a lot of resistance. When we take those baby steps, we give it time to catch up. We give it time to catch up. There'll be some resistance in that. And some of it may not be very good. Some of it may be double think, you know, doubting yourself, second thoughts. It could be like that. But you won't get that massive all out eke you down. No, you, you, you're not worth it. You can't do this. What were you thinking? So loud right. because you're doing it in these little tiny steps. And it's interesting, right. I think, in our society, which is this whole like burn your bridges, go for it, throw yourself against the wall kind of mentality. But if you study success and what really creates success, you'll find out that's more success is created consistently when you take those tinier steps consistently. And that's because that other part can catch up to you. So there's not as much resistance. There's not as much friction. And you can catch up with yourself when you do that right? So you realize that you've got a lot to learn, right? So you want to go from here to here, got a lot to learn, there's probably a lot of resistance that will happen along the way. But if you decide to break that a lot to learn into smaller chunks, and tackle one at a time, then there is so much less resistance. And the course correction from that place as opposed to this mm -hmm. place, right? You take a big leap, hard mm -hmm. to course correct, right? But if you take a little step, exactly, it doesn't feel quite right. There's some resistance there, but you get to, excuse me, you get to, to course correct and just decide what do you, in what, in which other direction might, might I take that step that will feel better? So, you know, the, I agree. The, the, and you know, we all in this world, we all love a good hero story. We want to see these big changes, lots of pressure, overcoming, slashing and banging and all of that. But really, in truth, the best way to make changes is with support, not yeah. this, I'm going to do it. I'm the hero. I'm going to do it all on my own. No, no, no. Support. And many people have talked about this and I see it over and over. And I bet you do too. I bet you get your own support. I know I do. Uh, but the oh, yeah. support and with this, um, this making smaller steps over and over rather than trying to just like make a huge step in a very painful yeah. way. It, yeah. Why do we need to do that? It's not as glitzy and glamorous, right? But. If you want well, you know, the, the overnight success, right? It looks, increments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, we don't have to be an overnight success. Most people who appear to be overnight successes have been taking small steps for years. Exactly. And you just didn't see it. Exactly. You just didn't see it. Exactly. So, you know, transformations take time and they take giving ourselves some grace Oh, and they take adjusting to resistance along the way and understanding when it is rearing its head and what you sure. the choices you have to to do something about that. So I'll bet you I'll bet you have some uh, some great tips and strategies for us. I do. I have tips and that. tricks. And you're going to have to, you're going to have to remind me, Maria. I know I want to leave people with a couple of tips, 
But I also want to give people a major trick, my best hack to get through major resistance. They'll okay. need to remember, they'll need to practice. But you tell okay. me, when, when, when is what? When do I? When so do let's I do? talk about that major hack now. And major then hack. we'll wrap okay. things up. How's that? Perfect. So it's interesting. You like set me up. You teed me up when you asked about what the feelings are. And remember I said some, some people feel feelings through their thoughts and some feel feelings through their emotions and some people feel feelings and the sensations in their body and what's happening in their body. At the very heart of this mechanism, I know it sounds crazy, especially when you've got your inner mean girl or your inner bully going at you, but at the heart, the agenda of this resistant cycle, the agenda is to keep you safe. It wants to keep you safe. Now it interprets that as I have to keep you the same. Don't change, that's dangerous, change is dangerous. So don't do that, that's what it's saying. And it'll do anything, banana peels, tug of war, anything it can to try to keep you the, the same. But what it really wants is it wants you safe. So if you think about this, how can you share its agenda so that the tension loosens and it can come along easier because you're working together? Well, the way to work together is to help that part of you that's trying to sabotage you under safety. Now that safety doesn't happen through here. It does a little bit through here, but it really happens through the body. So I have found over and over the quickest hack to settle resistance is to take care of your body. And this was another thing, Maria, early days I never understood. I was one of those just push through. I was living for my head, just grind it out, do it, take care of the body later. But that's not how it works. If you slow down and take care of the body, what do I need? Do I need water? When was the last time I had water? Do I need nutritious food? When was the last time I ate? Do I need a snack? Uh, do I need to move? Have I been sitting in a chair too long? Uh, do I need to sleep? Am I getting enough sleep at night? Do I need a little cat nap or a little meditation or just a a break from where my attention is focused, a creative break. When I take care of the body and the body's needs, you hear that the body's needs, because the body's concerned with staying alive in the body and staying safe. When I take care of that, I promise you the resistance will ease. Will it go away? Maybe, it does sometimes, maybe not entirely, but you watch your level of whatever's going on that's resistance, anxiety, overwhelm, confusion, uh, doubt, second guessing. When you take care of the body, the system relaxes and then it starts to come along with your goal, your vision. That's my number one hack. And that comes from someone who is not a body person. I'm learning. I have so much to learn. You know, I love that. It, and it makes so much sense. You know, we talk about um, giving ourselves grace, right? The best way I know how to give ourselves grace is to take a break from whatever it is we are doing that just doesn't feel good right now. Step back. And that's what you're talking about, right? Stepping back to give your, your body what it needs. Absolutely. 
and give it, give it, just give it some grace. Um, that is, that's so, it's so powerful. And it's a hack that is a multi-purpose one, right? Not just for resistance. It for a is. Whole lot of that's right. For a whole lot of things, but resistance as well. Yeah. I think, I think when we give ourselves the break we need and we are, we give ourselves space and time to relax Resistance relaxes along with it, whether we like it or not. It just happens that way. Yes. And when we can relax that, we can think more clearly. We're more creative. We can take a rest. We, we, you know, we can do things that, that help the cause. Exactly. Because, because then the ego can't say we're in danger. We're, we're thriving right. in that moment, aren't we? Right. 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 Absolutely. Isn't that beautiful? It is beautiful. It's a, you know, I wish I'd known. Kind of, the, of the, yeah, if only we'd known this earlier in our lives. But right? we know now. We know, we know now. We're, we're teaching it You're now. Sharing. We're hopefully helping some other women out there who are struggling with this now. Um, so I, I love this conversation. It's an important one. For us to share, because like we said at the beginning, everyone meets up with resistance probably every day of their lives in some way, shape or form. And recognizing it, understanding it, why it's there, what we can do about it. And that that one hack that you gave us. So let's wrap this up in a bow. What would you say are the like key takeaways from today's conversation, Deborah? Thank you, Maria. I would say, know that you are not alone. You are not the only one. This happens to everyone every time they change. Know that it happening, it happening is a sign that you are in the change you want. If you weren't changing, you wouldn't be experiencing this friction. But you're changing. So it means you're on the right track. It doesn't mean things aren't working. It means it is working. It is working. And finally, I would say get support, trusted support from people you know who can hold you, who are trusted necessarily be a coach or a therapist or a mentor or a guide or facilitator. But it could be. It absolutely could be. It could be a friend, but if so, make sure it's a trusted friend, someone who holds you and holds your goals to that light and that standard and to that, honestly, that grace, Maria, that you were talking about, that protectiveness, that nurturing as you go through the change process. I would say that that's what I hope you take away today. You're not alone. You're not alone. (laughs) You're not alone. We, we've told lots of stories here today. <laughs> you are not alone. Yeah, that, that's, that's probably the, when you, when we recognize that in all of our, you know, trials and tribulations that they are not, they're not unique to us. They, other people have felt what we feel 
and that that reaching out for help is such a great piece of advice for for those who are struggling with it and don't know how to take that next step, that next small step. Love that. Deborah, I have really enjoyed this conversation with you. It's been fun. It's been fun, Maria. Thank you. It has been fun. It's a great topic. It's it's what a lot of people need to hear because they, they struggle with it a lot. We've talked about everybody struggling with it. So everybody needs to hear this one. Uh, but I know that some people are going to want to reach out to you, Deborah. So what's the one best way for them to do that? Well, if you go to my website, I have a website. It's my name, DebraIvanoff.com. You can also go to the beingcoach.com, either one. It gets to this website. That's my website. I have some additional information there. There's a little video you can watch. You can sign up for my newsletter. You can even get in touch with me if you want to talk to me for a few minutes. If you go to, I believe it's the, yeah, the bottom of the page, there's a contact me. Um, and there's a way for you to schedule a, a chat. So it's just the best way to get in touch with me is there through the website. Thank you, Maria, for that. That's fabulous. Deborah, thank you so much. I really have enjoyed getting to know thank you. Thank you, and, Maria. Uh, this, this conversation has been uh, very enlightening. Thanks for that. And I know it's going to help a lot of people. So thank you again for joining me. Oh, I hope so. Thank you too, Maria. Yeah, take care. It's, it is my pleasure. And I want to thank everyone who is watching and listening. I appreciate that you're a part of this community. And as I said before, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe or comment, click a star where, wherever it is. Let us know what you liked about it. And as I said at the top of the show, I love creating and sharing resources for women. Plus, as a career and life coach, I work with women to help them navigate challenges more quickly and maybe more gracefully. So if something resonates here and you want to continue the conversation, you want a fresh perspective, join my private Facebook group, The Career Transition Roadmap. And, and, and let's continue that conversation. The link for it will be below in the show notes, like all the links for Deborah and for me. So let's meet again here next Wednesday, same time, same place for another inspiring conversation. Because you know what? I believe it's our time to thrive. So let's thrive together. Till next time, I'm Maria Tomas Keegan, turning, helping you turn transition into triumph.